Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm in love with that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. Well, hello there. Come on in. Don't be shy. It's good to have you here. You've found your way to the I'm in love with that song podcast. My name is Brad Page, and each edition of this podcast, I come to you via the Pantheon Podcast Network with another one of my favorite songs to explore and examine as we attempt to understand what goes into making a great song. I'm going to start by playing eight short clips from eight different artists spanning five decades of music. What is it that all of these songs have in common? Let's start with Ike and Tina Turner's River Deep Mountain High. When I was a little girl, I had a breakup. Only I've ever The classic 70s band, Humble Pie. Nick Drake. Nobody smiles if across New Orleans legend, Dr. John. Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Turned his back on the garden and set out for the nearest town. Hold on, hold on, soldier. When you add it all up, the tears and the marrow There's an ounce of gold and an ounce of pride in each ledger. And then there's Oasis. And KLF. And Peter Gabriel. Oh, 
all of those songs feature the voice of a woman named P.P. Arnold. She was an American soul artist transplanted to London in the 1960s, where she was able to carve out a career, though she never cracked the charts in the U.S. On this episode, we're talking about P.P. Arnold and her version of a song called Medicated Goo. So We will be right back after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Trey Parker. And this is Matt Stone. And you're listening to the Pantheon Network. Patricia Ann Cole was born in Los Angeles in 1946. She started singing in public when she was just four years old. She came from a family of gospel singers. She got pregnant very young and got married and may never have pursued a career in the music business. She already had her hands full working two jobs but a friend convinced her to audition for the gig as one of the Ikeettes, the backing singers for Ike and Tina Turner. When she returned home late after that audition, her abusive husband hit her, and that was enough for Patricia. She grabbed her two kids, handed them over to her mother, and hit the road with Ike and Tina Turner in 1965. The Rolling Stones booked Ike and Tina Turner as their opening act for their UK tour, And that's what brought Patricia 
to England. She quit the ICATS in 1966 and stayed in London. Mick Jagger took a liking to Pat. In fact, they supposedly had a fling. But it was the Rolling Stones piano player, Ian Stewart, who recommended Pat to producer Glenn Johns, who then introduced her to Andrew Oldham, who signed her to his record label, Immediate Records. It was around this time when her stage name had been changed to P.P. Arnold, a name she didn't really like. I mean, who wants to be called P.P.? But it stuck, and she still goes by P.P. Arnold today. She wasn't the first black artist to discover more opportunity and better treatment overseas than in her home country. Actually, the fact that she was a real black American singer in the gospel tradition in a country filled with a lot of pretenders and wannabes may have helped her career. She was a rarity, the real thing. She released a couple of singles on the immediate label that didn't really get off the ground, but in 1967, she had her first hit in England with a song written by Cat Stevens. The first cut is the deepest. She toured opening for The Small Faces. She had an ongoing affair with Steve Marriott for a while, and he wrote the song Tin Soldier, originally for her but then decided to keep it for The Small Faces, though she did contribute significant backing vocals to that song. We covered Tin Soldier in detail back on episode 54. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. She recorded a duet with Rod Stewart called Come Home Baby that was produced by Mick Jagger with a band that included Keith Richards, Keith Emerson, Ron Wood, and Nicky Hopkins. How's that for a lineup? What can I do just to She released her second album, Kafunta, in 1968, which featured string arrangements by John Paul Jones. That album was a mix of originals and cover songs, including her version of Angel of the Morning. It was Merrily Rush who had the big hit with that song in the U.S., but in England, it was P.P. Arnold's version that was the hit. Just call me Angel of the
By the end of the 1960s, Immediate Records imploded. She tried working on a new album with Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees producing, but the project fell apart and only a couple of songs were released. The rest went into the vault. When Eric Clapton went on tour with Delaney and Bonnie, P.P. Arnold was tapped to open the show. She put together a killer band for that tour that included Steve Howe on guitar and Tony Ashton on keyboards. After the tour, she went back into the studio with Eric Clapton producing and Delaney and Bonnie's backing band, who Clapton was about to turn into Derek and the Dominoes. She cut three tracks with Eric Clapton, but they too weren't released, and those went into the vault too. Her time in the spotlight seemed to have passed. She did some musical theater and started picking up work as a session vocalist and a backing singer on tours. She moved back to Los Angeles in the mid-70s. And after her daughter was killed in a car accident, she withdrew from public life for a while. And who could blame her? Eventually, she moved back to England. Throughout the 80s and the 90s, she continued working as a session vocalist, cutting many tracks, including the ones we heard at the top of the show. In 2001, all of her recordings for immediate records were compiled and released on one CD called The First Cut, The Immediate Anthology. That's a great place to start if you'd like to hear all of her early work. And finally, in 2017, after decades of legal wrangling, her recordings with Barry Gibb and those tracks cut with Eric Clapton were finally released almost 50 years after they were recorded. That album was called The Turning Tide, and the song that opens the album is Medicated Goo. Medicated Goo was written by Steve Winwood and Jimmy Miller and originally recorded and released by Traffic as a single in December 1968. P.P. Arnold's version was recorded in 1970. It was produced by Eric Clapton and performed by the Derek and the Dominoes crew. Check out this band. Eric Clapton on guitar, Carl Radel on bass, Bobby Whitlock on keyboards, Jim Gordon on drums, Bobby Keys on saxophone, Jim Price on trumpet, and Bobby Whitlock and Rita Coolidge on backing vocals. The song opens with the bass and the piano in the center channel, one guitar track on the right doubling the bass part, and another guitar on the left playing some licks. Let's listen to some of those guitar licks. Pretty Polly Possum, what's wrong with you? Your body's kind of weak and you think there's 
Carl Radel and Jim Gordon were a pretty legendary rhythm section. Let's listen to the groove they're laying down on the bass and drums. That gets us to the first chorus. Let's look at how the band puts this together, starting with the bass and drums. Now let's bring in the piano and the organ and see what they add. Then we'll bring back the guitar parts, one in the left, one in the right. All right, let's hear it in the final mix with the vocals. Here's the second verse. This is where the horn section comes in. They're playing a simple part, but it really adds a lot. Love how the backing vocals join in for just that one line there. That's great. Here's the next chorus, and this time, let's focus on the vocals, starting with P.P. Arnold's lead vocal. Come on and follow me, it's good for you. That good old-fashioned medicated cool. Ooh, ain't it good for you? My old homegrown recipe is to your now let's listen to just the backing vocals. After that chorus, they break it down, sort of a repeat of the introduction. That leads into the third verse. And yes, I get that this song is basically just one chord progression repeated through the whole thing. And that may bug some people, but not me. If it's a good groove, a great feel, and the band is hot, they can work the same part all night. It's fine with me. Let's bring up her vocals again for this verse. And if any 
They made some cool, now they really suck up to their friends. Frantic friends and neighbors from door to door. They caught a little whiff, now they're digging and seeking more. Come on and me. Let's bring up all of the vocals for a minute. Come on, come on and follow me. Follow me. Yeah, yeah. The medicated food. Ooh, ain't it good for you? You know that Here's one last break before the final choruses. I like the piano licks in the background and the way the organ swirls in at the end as they hit the chorus again. There's a nice little guitar lick that Eric Clapton plays there. love how Pat sings that line, and there's another cool little guitar lick from Clapton in there, too. Medicated Goo by P.P. Arnold. The Turning Tide album, which finally brought to light all of these tracks that she originally recorded in 1969 and 1970, came out in 2017. And in 2019, she released her first album of new material in over 50 years. It's called The New Adventures of P.P. Arnold. This is a woman who's seen it all, done it all, and live to tell the tale. She is a survivor. Thanks for listening to this edition of the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. New episodes come out on the 1st and the 15th of every month. So I'll see you back here on the Pantheon Podcast Network in about two weeks. Until then, you'll find all of our previous episodes on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Your reviews and comments are always welcome. And do me a favor, go tell a friend about this show. Your help in spreading the word is better than any advertising. Remember to support the artists you love by buying their music, especially independent artists like P.P. Arnold, who count on fans like us. And thanks again for listening to this P.P. Arnold episode on that good old-fashioned medicated goo.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 